Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organisational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple bite-sized collection and this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching Podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. I'm delighted to have you with me on this episode. In this episode, I'm speaking to Therese from Fairy L, which is a product that Therese developed from idea all the way up to product with her family. And there's such a lovely story around how Fairy L came about and how Fairy L can support your children or the little people in your life have a more secure night's sleep, but also to get into their creativity and into some more magic that you can be part of. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um. And I suppose throughout my graphic design career, I had a really interesting client. And I still have this client, actually. Um, and it's run by a fantastic woman called Debbie Deegan. It's two children with love. Mm. And they have a real positive effect on a lot of disadvantaged children. You know, so they might have a, a difficult background. Mm. Originally, she worked a lot with children in Russia. And a lot of orphans in Russia. So you can imagine, you know, the yeah. chances they might have had in life. But she had, um, she she worked a lot with them to try to boost their confidence and um, just, you know, better their their prospects in life, basically. And this had, this would have had, she would have had a huge um, effect on these children and their, 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 you know, their outlook, I suppose, and the positive mm. outlook. And how, by her having this positive outlook, would have a better chance for them later on in life and um, you know so yeah. I mean obviously it's best to start young and um, but I still don't believe that it's ever, anybody is ever too old yeah. to um you know to to change or to try to become positive people yeah. um but it's my my own children I suppose which really got me interested in um you, you know the positive effect of, yeah. of you know the the effects of um, positive mental uh, thought, I suppose. Yeah. But my one of my one of my sons as a baby, he used to cry an awful lot and showed, you know, big signs of anxiety. Okay. And as a parent, you naturally want to do anything you can. And as a baby, I used to get the hair dryer, and that's all that I could do to help him to go to sleep was leave the hair dryer on. Him, so no which way. Probably wasn't ideal, but oh, <laughs> yeah, it really, really, really helped. It really helped. So I leave it on a cold setting, and I leave it on the floor. We had a wooden floor, so I wasn't too worried about, you know, carpet burning or anything. But yeah. um, that really helped. Them. But um, soon after that, then I had twin girls. And it was apparent that a good bedtime routine was really key to have calm and relaxed kids, especially mm. at night. And this, of course, feeds into so many other aspects of their lives. And it can have a real positive effect on their mental state. Mm. Um, you know, and then, so, and you know, to try to get this good... <laughs> Well, yes, and that's the thing, you know. I mean, if they're able to go to bed and you've got that time routine for them, it has a good, a good, a 
effect on your own mental state, yeah. which is ultimately really important, obviously, when you're a parent, you can't look after them. You know, if you're not in the right state of mind to look after yeah. them, then that's not good. Sure, it's not. So, um, yes, yeah, so when I was putting to their bed, when, when I'd be putting them to bed, I found that what they loved most, we'd read all the fairy tales, all the stories, and we were rereading them. So eventually I decided, you know what, let's just make up our own stories. So they absolutely adored this, making up their own stories. Okay. The crazier, the better. <laughs> it was, you know, great to, you know, great to, and the, their imaginations would run wild because they'd start adding in little bits or what about yeah. this happened? what about that happened so that really helps them to relax and we'd all be like a bits of laughing at times you know so it was a real good bonding experience as well and it was great for their creativity I thought you know it's a great way to kind of soothe them before bedtime and to put them into you know a nice a nice way to send them off to sleep mm. but there was one particular story that really stuck and they loved this particular story and this one came up again and again and that was of a fairy who used to come at night time and um, she used to have lots of spells to get rid of monsters ghost spiders gremlins whatever okay but as soon as she'd and the story went as soon as she would see them stir, stirring to wake up she'd vanish out the window so actually one night then I knew was uh, you know so this this I suppose really you know, it really stuck and they, they, mm. they would love that, you know. But um, anyway, yeah, and there, was a, there, was a, there was a case then one day when Ivy, one of my daughters, was um, thinking of a friend at night time uh, because she had had an argument with her that day. Mm. Um, and she couldn't really sleep, you know, and we were saying, you know, yeah. I think the fairy's going to come along. She's going to soothe you. She's going to help you tonight. And we kind of made a whole story around this. And, you know, it really helped yeah. her. And then in the morning, Ivy actually found a little note from this fairy who we'd made, I don't know if I mentioned, we, we called her Fairyelle. Um, so Fairyelle, yeah, okay. Fairyelle was the name, yeah, of the little fairy we had named her. And she found a little note uh, which said to her to, you know, make up with her little friend. And she was absolutely delighted. Of course, she knew it was me because... She knew we had made up the story of Fairy yeah. mm. but she still loves it. She she loves the whole magical yeah. element of it, you know. So so this for for years this was our story, and it was just our story, and nobody else really knew about it. We didn't talk about it. It was just my way of putting them to bed, and it was just a little routine for us. But then one day, one of the um, cousins, um, one of uh, you know my 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 children's cousins, Leah, her name is, and she was going. Uh, she was saying she hated going to bed on her own because she got a new bedroom and okay. she didn't like this and she was and Ivy was saying and Charlie and Louis the three my my small kids were saying you know how why you know why, why are you afraid to go to you look you've got a gorgeous new room it's lovely and you don't have to sleep with your other sister anymore and um, so Ivy started telling her the story of Fairy Al and she was telling her that she was magic and she could come and she could help her and be with her for the night in case she was afraid of the middle of the night she woke up so my sister started using a little fairy that she had in the house and saying this fairy is going to protect you during the night and my sister a few days later said god that made a great difference so you know that was a great idea yeah. so that really started that really got me thinking about developing this as an idea i suppose and 
you know, we realised the power, how powerful it was. And it was a very simple idea. Mm. And kids, of course, love anything magical. I mean, you know, yeah. all the fairy doors and elf stories. And this really captures their imagination. And they really yeah. kind of get into this whole world of magic. And it's, it's fantastic, again, for their creativity and their thought and stuff. So we, um, we, we you know, we, we had a little fairy doll and we were thinking, how could it be different? Because she's supposed to actually vanish in the morning. I was mm. saying that earlier that, you know, in the morning she vanished. And she, um, y- um, you know, because she wasn't supposed to be seen, you know, we didn't yeah. see her when we made up the story originally. So this is when we were saying, okay, how could we do something different with this? And it was my goddaughter, actually, who suggested. I thought it was a genius idea at the time that we develop a topsy-turvy doll. So one that you turn upside down and they change into kind of a different doll. And at one side, the doll was awake, but on the other side, the doll would be asleep. So this meant that the child um, could, could let the doll, so if the child felt okay, during the day, usually, the doll could be asleep. You know, mm. she had nothing to, she didn't have any work to do, let's say. Yeah. But while she, the child needed support, the doll could wake up. So if the child was anxious to go to sleep, or if the child, I mean, at the moment, a lot of kids, what they do is they have the doll who, who wakes up in the middle of the night while they're sleeping. So the, mm. the mother in the middle of the night will come in and as they kiss them goodnight, they turn over the doll and in the morning the child goes, oh my goodness, the doll has woke up magically in the middle of the night mm. and, you know, has been looking after me all night long. So that's where, you know, I think that's how I've helped my children and I think that's how hopefully loads more children mm. as well will benefit from Feriel because I've seen how fantastic you know a simple simple idea simple it's really powerful the um the magic um you know the magic and the creativity is mm. develops within a child as well um now i've actually developed this very doll and we've also um decided that it would be a nice idea to have a little notepad where the child could write down their worries oh, and I receive advice back then from the fairy so oh. yeah yeah, and it, it really helps clarity of thought with the child as well. Before they go to bed, if they get those thoughts down on paper, it really helps to, you know, to have a clear understanding of what's going on in their head. Plus, it also helps the parents to understand what's going mm. on in the child's mind so that the child, you know, so that the parents can help the child. Um, and there's also actually, uh, I did mention the little book that comes with Fairy Owl. Um, okay. So it's about Fairy Owl herself and her unicorn. And she helps to develop a little potion that um, is a magical potion. But the central theme of the book uh, probably is about love. So you find at the end of the book then that love is the key to helping and helping the child really sleep, you know. So it's, okay. a, it's a combination, I suppose, of of. Love and magic, you know. Yeah. I <laughs> and, love uh, it. Yeah, and the science. Yeah, uh, Grace. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, any any child who has used her so far absolutely adores her. They absolutely adore her. Like she's really sweet. She's really cute, and the concept is very simple. So it, you know, it's very easy to understand. It's not complicated, mm-hmm. um, and the parents love that it's it's not technology based. There's no like batteries or anything. Yeah. It's literally a topsy turvy doll. 
and um, the, also I should probably mention as well that there is a little bottle, a spray bottle in the pack yeah. where the child can create their own little magic spell and you know, spray it around their room and that kind of creates a magical bubble if you like within the, oh, you know, within the environment. Yeah, so that's what age group are you kind of, yeah. of, what age group are you thinking it's for? Because I'm just thinking like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the age group. So I'm looking at one niece who's yeah. 12. There's no way that that's for her. She's like, maybe I yeah, would have got it a couple of years ago out of her. But I do have a nephew yeah. four. So I suppose I'm wondering what age group are you thinking this, this is a good fit for? Well, I suppose as soon as they're able to understand, really. So two and a half, three, I suppose, is the age that they start to understand. And you can explain that this is what's happening. Mm. And they, you know, can really start believing in magic at that age as well. Mm. And I suppose anything up to them. My daughters are now 10. And I probably wouldn't buy it for them because I believe they're a little bit too old for it. Mm. But I'd say anything up to the age of eight or nine, only, you know, they, they still have a fairyland here. They've got mm. lots of little fairy doors and little, you know, very little seesaws and post boxes mm. and all of that, you know, that they, they really love the whole. And even though they don't, they, they, they know there's nothing real about the, the, the fairies. And, but they still, mm. you know, believe in the magic and they love the magic yes. and they still leave their teeth out. The fairies give the money yeah. and all that, you know. Yeah. So, so it's <laughs> still a comfort. They're older. It's, it's still a comfort, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a comfort. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and I, I think lo- especially with little girls. Um, I know little boys do love it as well, but little girls really genuinely love the the whole fairies magic thing, you know. Mm. I think that's, yeah, just normal, I suppose. But plenty of little boys do too, I know. Loads of little boys have little boy fairies who come to them. And, yeah. But, um yeah, and, and I think yeah, sometimes so. if, if if kids are being exposed to particular types of toys, they tend to prefer them anyway. So we know that that toys are very gendered at the moment. Um, so so that, it, it, you know dolls true, are associated yeah. with girls, and we do give them to girls. Um, so so yeah, I can understand. Yeah, yeah, but just the same, Yeah, but when I think of my nephew, and I think of well, first of all, when you were talking, I was thinking about the stories I tell. Um, the stories I tell him at night and sometimes because he remembers them in the morning I regret it because he you know he'll be asking I don't know about a blue polar bear or something that I just made up yeah. um, but didn't really classify was magic and so then he's like looking for them right. in like a little magazine or something it's like looking for blue ones okay so I suppose okay. when you, when you yeah, were talking yeah. about th- that story and about the magic I was like that's that is something he would totally engage with because he remembers these things and when he wakes in the morning he remembers the stories um, and yeah. he's interestingly done that, something yeah. recently, actually very similar to what you're talking about, where he, he gets me to read the story and then he says, can we chat now? So at the end of every story, he doesn't want okay. two stories. He wants a chat. Now, the chat that's, could yeah, be anything. Yeah. It's very, again, yes, that's very comforting for a child and it mm. really helps them to relax before bedtime, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, and I think the... Um, from 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 very old point of view, just writing down their thoughts, that could be, yeah. you know, it's, it's a great conversation starter for our parents then. You know, I didn't know that was on your mind or, mm. you know, um, perhaps, and they could even give them advice there and then, and then they perhaps leave a little note to reiterate what they just said, you know? Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love the note piece because I think if kids are feeling like they're getting supported from a very young age, even if it's not by their parents, but obviously it is but that sense that they're allowed to 
to ask for their needs or they're allowed to think about themselves in a different way or share their worries. I, I think it's a lovely, lovely thing to do, especially if your children are prone to anxiety or waking at night or, you know, if they're having a lot of that experience, I can see how very L would yeah. be a very simple support. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they love the interactivity of it as well. You know, yeah. they feel that they are part of the solution. Mm. where somebody else didn't just come along and give them the solution they were actually part of you know creating the spray and mm. writing to Ferial and they feel a bond there and they they just feel like that they have participated you know that it wasn't left up to somebody else and I think as a child would grow, grow older you know as they you know become adults and they realize Ferial was all make-believe they realize then in their own heads that this magic was inside all along that I can actually um you know, I'm, I'm in charge of mm. my worries, you know, and I'm responsible and I actually have the power to, to help them. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because they realized that Periel helps them where Periel never in fact did. It was themselves and the power mm. within themselves that helps, them, you know, so I oh, think I that's quite that. powerful. Yeah. It's very capacitive. Yeah. It's yeah. totally in power with coaching psychology. It's, it's all about how you build capacity and if they're feeling that they they have support, but they're actually building their ability to manage stress and to name it and to process exactly. it. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love the, and the whole earlier, concept. The earlier they can do it, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredibly simple. Again, you know, <laughs> when I explain it. But yes, I don't know of any other products out there that's, you know, well, there, there are similar things. Yes. There are, you know, several teddies you cuddle and stuff. And there's yeah. uh, lights that help the children go to sleep. And, you know, there's, and there's, there, but this is a relational of, um, product friends. like this but, is about yeah. a relationship that they're creating with something that helps them feel safe yeah. and they're designing yeah. like the magic potion and writing the worries like this is less yeah. of a you know a stick it in and fix it type of toy this is actually helping them build their relationship even with problem solving that's true absolutely you know, you it's don't. beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a long, a long-term thing. And I think the novelty as well of Ferial turns upside down. They, 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 they really enjoy that. I remember having those dolls years and years ago. Um, I think people used to crochet them, but mm. um, I haven't seen anything like that now around for years and years. But okay. I think you know, little children will really, you know, enjoy that novelty aspect as well. Yeah. You know, because they, they don't have anything out there as far as I'm aware on the shelves at the moment. Okay, yeah. so so tell us a bit. So I I know it's obviously like you're Irish and it, it it's it's an Irish idea, let's say. Um, so where is it that people can get it, and can people get it abroad? How do people access it now? Okay, so at the moment I am waiting for the shipment. So Brilliant. it is here just in time for Christmas. Um, just in case anybody was you know looking for it yeah. as a Christmas present. But I mean, it's not something that's only Christmas. It's, it's something that can, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, you know, it's fine all year round, you know, for mm. birthday or anything like that. It's not like it's just a Christmas toy. But um, I have a website and you can get it on that. It's going to be available on Amazon and it's going to be available in stores as well. At the moment, I'm just uh, talking to several people just about stocking it. So mm. I just won't give any names. Specifically, at the moment, just because I don't have it, you know, physically yet, and it's not stocked anywhere at the moment yet. Okay. But hopefully now, plenty of stores, especially around Dublin. But I mean, obviously, for anybody abroad, it's always available online, and it can be shipped across 
say is that's no problem. Excellent. And okay. it's, it's quite a reasonable price as well for the, for the whole pack, you know. What, what is the pack actually? It's a good, good, good question. Didn't what is the price, the price, is it? Yeah. It's, yeah, twenty nine ninety nine. dollars the retail price. Okay, that's really good. For, yeah. Especially when you look at what yeah. toys are now. So I suppose, so after this call, I'll grab your link details and put them to your website, put them into the bio f- for this episode so that people can access them. Okay. Um, yeah. But then if they look up Fairy L, they should, they should come across it in different places. Um, yeah. And if there's anybody yeah, running a shop listening, get in contact because you'd be happy to, I'm sure, sure in Ireland. Yeah. Stocks yeah. and shops. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. now, yeah. come January, we're going to have a load of children who are building up their relational skills and building up their ability to sleep. Um, and yeah, creating magic I stories with fairy elves—that'd be amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I absolutely believe that. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I do. I really passionately believe that this is, you know, something. It's, it's helped my children. It's helped all. Like several of my nieces and nephews have used her. Other little friends. I've had lots of other, you know, because I've had um, prototypes made up, and mm. they've all tested them. They've been trying to test them. Let's say. I love that. <laughs> so by the children. Yeah. So. By the kids themselves, yeah, I love it. And they do seem to adore her, yeah, they really do. They've so many, and parents as well, they really fall in love with her as well. You know, they just say, Oh, it's just such a simple, simple thing, you know, and the, it helps. And it helps the parents as much as it helps the children at night time. It just puts a really good um, bedtime routine in place, mm. which is, you know, which is nice, you know. So, Brilliant. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, as far as your imagination could think, you know, she comes up with all the magical ideas and gives them ideas. You know, the, the parents can write back to the kids and say anything at all they want. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, I love that. Fair enough, yeah. Brilliant. So I'm going to say, I'm going to thank you for coming on. I'm going to pop your details when we publish the podcast. Um, and okay. then people can get in touch and go from there. I think it's a lovely idea. I'm so glad now that I've had John because it's, I know parents are challenged with it. And I know that something like this creates the routine, but it also creates capacity, which is so important to be building up in kids, their ability to problem solve and to soothe themselves and to feel safe. Yeah. All of those things are so important. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm going to say thank you. And I'm yeah, going to let you go. Sheila, thanks so much. Yeah, no bother. Okay. All right, take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, William. Thanks for listening to The Tilted Podcast and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor The Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.